What's up everybody and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee and the movie I want to take a look at right now is The Devil All the Time. This one comes from Netflix. It is directed by Antonio Campos and this one tells the story of sinister characters that converge around a young man devoted to protecting those that he loves in a post-war backwoods town seeped in corruption and brutality. So this one runs at a full two hour at two hours and 18 minutes. So it's a very dark movie to sit through that long. But if this is something that interests you no matter what I say in my review. Check it out if you will. It is on Netflix for streaming. So, you know, going into this, <coughs> excuse me, I saw one trailer for it and I knew just from the amount of cast that was in this, it is stacked with talent. I knew that they were going to push us for Oscar and awards consideration primarily in the acting category. So I was like, Netflix, I see what you're doing. You're starting to release all these movies um, out at the, the right time to get us pumped for award season. And this is the film that's supposed to do that. So I saw it. And I ended up liking it. You know, it's nothing I really want to watch again, but I liked being in that world and following these characters despite how rotten it can be. And the reason why we watch these, you know, characters and these types of stories of just a bunch of terrible things happening is that there there's a sense of hope. There's a sense of light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. When those credits roll, you want that sense of, like, which character out of this massive bunch of terribleness going on who's going to rise out of the the ashes and be the phoenix so to speak who's going to carry on and try to make their life a little bit better uh yes they were dealt a bad hand in life but they're going to try to make the best of it make the best decisions and do what they can um to make have a better life for themselves and for others and so you watch this because you want to know like who can be redeemed who can be forgiven um especially when they need it the most who who, who are you going to give a second chance um, out of all these characters in this story. Religion plays a huge part um, in this story and these characters' lives, and so that's kind of the, what the director wants you to do. He sits you down, he forces you to watch some of these people make awful decisions and some of the bad things that happen in these people's past, but like, what are they going to do with it? You know? And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's why I like watching these these stories. But it's based on a book by Donald Ray Pollock, who also narrates the movie. Now, at first, I thought his narration was a bit of an injection into the story that didn't really feel right. It felt off-putting. It didn't really make sense to me. But as the movie was getting closer to the end, I ended up liking it. His voice is very direct with honesty, but also there's this calming kind of nature to it to where... You know, he's telling us what's happening. He's kind of sarcastic at some points, but I like how he tell he tells it like it is. And like some of these characters maybe aren't worth saving, but um, he tells you like just everything that you're kind of thinking and feeling as an audience member. And there was just something about the presence presence of his voice that I really enjoyed. So by the end of it, I thought it made sense for the time period because uh, it's set in the 50s, and also I just liked hearing his voice uh, cut through the story like that. Does it? kind of get into audiobook territory sure you could probably argue that um but as a narration for a feature film i think it you know a little stumbly at first but i think it lands um at, at the end so i think uh uh antonio campos i think he directs this generational tale of hardships and choices uh that people make and how they go about these choices and i think he makes us spend time with them like there's ample time between all of them it's very well balanced 
but he wants us to get a sense of who they are and if they're worth saving. Once again, religion plays a huge part in this film. You know, a lot of people in the story are uh, dealing with hardships and they, they are dealt bad hands in life. And he wants you um, to get a sense of that theme. And like, there's a lot of hardships that people might be dealt with in life, but it's a matter of how you take that and what you do with it. Do you feel sorry for yourself and just uh, never want to become a better person or get out of that pit of darkness? Or do you want to... Um, fight for a better life? Do you want to do better for yourself? And I know some circumstances people don't have that option, but that's what he is presenting to us in this film. Um, It's a matter of like what you do with it because people always have a past that is haunting them. It's always lingering behind them in this movie. Um, But do you fall into the footsteps of your past or you try to... um, overcast that shadow and uh, let it let it be in the past uh, type of deal so um, a lot of stuff that he's just kind of balancing and kind of working as a puppet master in this film and I, I really did think it was well balanced in terms of character and story arcs and what we are following uh, like I said religion is uh, plays a huge part um, and it's actually portrayed uh, very awful <laughs> for the most part there's a lot of people that take advantage of the religious kind of presence and being a inspirational figure to people and they take that and they use it for their own selfish uh, reasons or just absolute just corruption or brutality uh, as the plot um, as the plot listed but it does it there's a lot of instances in this film that makes religion uh, you know look very very bad when people take advantage of it and also give people a lot of faith and hope and bad situations and how people um, just use religion, whether it be good or for bad. Um, but yeah, I think it's great uh, town building and character uh, building. He makes us spend time with each of them, and you feel like you're on each one of their each one of their journeys, either into the pit of darkness or trying to get out of it. And so I uh, I, I get a real sense of um, community in this film with everyone in the town, and it just it really makes for the uh, the world building and the atmosphere of the film um, seem palpable. So the cast is massive, and each one of them brings their own subtle flair to the role, making the whole thing feel balanced and cohesive, like I said earlier. No one overshadows the other, and my personal favorite is Bill Skarsgård, and I'm going to list a couple more favorites, but I do think there's one, one person that um, doesn't really do it for me, and I'll get to that in just a second. So Bill Skarsgård is awesome in this movie. He, he's, he's a father uh, to Tom Holland's character, but he went to war. He came back. He's got PTSD for sure. He has seen some terrible things happen on the battlefield. He marries uh, this uh, waitress at this diner played by Haley Bennett, and they start their family. But he feels like as a, a soldier that has returned to home, he feels lost in society, and he needed that one thing to kind of get his faith back up, and he goes back into religion. And he gets a lot of help from his parents and just the people around him in his life. But unfortunately, some of the bad people using religion um, as an excuse to abuse people, he kind of takes the bad rhetoric that uh, you know people in any religion use to the extreme, and he applies that to his daily life. He applies that to his son, 
uh, and how he wants his son to grow up. And, it, you know, it, it's just really kind of rotten stuff that kind of just permeates into this man's brain. But at the same time, when you watch Bill Skarsgård's performance and his character, you can see that he's not a bad guy. He's just really wrapped up into the wrong things about religion and it really just takes a toll on him. And I really do think, given the fact that he was in war, he has come back home, and society kind of treats him like dirt, and he's kind of just washed away, as most veterans are that do come home from war. He did he did feel lost, and he unfortunately just got sucked into the wrong crowd. And it really affected his family and the way he grew up his son, and how Tom Holland was going to take those traits and lessons and how he was going to apply it to his own life. And so... I thought there was a lot of complexity there and uh, the generational effect between him and Tom Holland's character and how it can be passed on uh, was really well um, um, thought out uh, in terms of uh, the character work here. But yeah, I think he is definitely my favorite uh, performance for sure. Um, Tom Holland is also good. Um, You know, a lot of the portion of his life is played by a younger version of himself, so a different actor. But when he is on screen... um, you can see him kind of being that beacon of hope that's cutting through all of these stories because all these characters are all interwoven in some way, shape, or form. So they all kind of either come across each other or they're just always a part of someone else's situation. And just um, and so he's kind of the one that kind of cuts through everyone. And he's like the force of good, or he's trying to be because he's learning. Well, he has a lot of lessons that he's learned from his dad. A lot of them pretty bad in the way of uh, handling situations, but he's trying to shake that. But, you know, he's trying to do his own thing and there's just so much evil around him that he has to make harsh, harsh decisions and do the right thing. And that might require violence sometimes in order to stop, to stop certain evil. That's really just kind of coming after you. You have to do the right thing. And he's always fighting that internally, externally. And I thought it was a pretty good performance. It's very subtle, he provides the accent, um, the southern accent. I think it works uh, as well as it can, but he is a great kind of lead character to follow. Um, you know, uh, he and like Eliza Scanlon also kind of like the same kind of path as characters, even though she kind of takes a different one. But um, it's the type of those types of characters and performances that we love to follow because um, we want them to get out of this hellish situation. Riley Keough is also great as a woman who honestly was drawn into a devastating life, meeting a man played by Jason Clark who uses her for his own sick pleasures. You know, when he when he kind of latches onto her, she kind of accepts and accepts, and she's into this life, and she really can't let go. But you know, deep down, if she chose a different person to talk to at the diner that day and met someone else and had a different life that she probably could have gone down a better path. And there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of, uh, what, what am I trying to say? A lot of, uh, empathy for her. That's what I'm trying to say to where like, you, you know that she's doing some really bad stuff, but you know that maybe if she chose a different path in life, that things could have been different and you kind of feel bad for her. And, um, it, you know, seeing the the complexities of her character and her arc, I really enjoyed because, you, you know, if she did meet another person and she chose a different path, would she be the same person? You know, um, could she be redeemed if she did 
did that again or you know could she could she be saved and so those are those are the kind of questions that they they force us to ask in watching her character given the situation she's in um i think she's also uh one of those ones that could have had a different um path in life but i loved her performance it was really uh well done by her because one she has to play two different portions of her life once again this is a generational film and both parts are just um, a really great arc from her part uh everyone does a fantastic job Haley bennett harry uh melling who's popping up in a lot of stuff this year so sebastian stan Mia Wasikowska, Eliza Scalin, like I mentioned, Jason Clark, like I mentioned. Everyone gets their own time throughout the story, and the little time that they have makes an impact on the story and really captures a real sense of this little little world that they inhabit. I I loved every single person in the movie, except one actor. I actually think it's a misfire. Uh, I know a lot of people are liking him in this movie, but Robert Pattinson is totally miscast in this film. His character is a character I like because it is a cautionary tale on how someone who's supposedly a religious figure can take advantage of that and take advantage of people and really abuse them. That is stuff that actually happens in our world, the you know the real life world, not this fictional world. But so the character is not uh, something I had a problem with because it was uh, done to the best of its ability. But his accent is terrible. It really is, and it's. Not Robert Pattinson's fault, but he does not exude Southern presence. He just doesn't. Tom Holland, a little iffy at first, but then I slowly started to get into it. But uh, Robert Pattinson does not have that Southern flair to him. He doesn't. He doesn't sit right in this universe. It just. It doesn't work. And on top of that, the accent doesn't work. He's doing this weird kind of Southern high pitch accent. Just doesn't come off well. It's super distracting. And for someone as talented as Robert Pattinson, you want him to shine and not be overshadowed by these uh, little trinkets to his character that just weigh him down. So, yeah, not a fan of his performance. Uh, Character, fine. um, But the performance was not working for me. and It was super distracting. Uh, This whole movie is shot well, and I believe it was on 35mm. It provides a certain grain on the the image that really sets it in the 50s and adds the extra layer of authenticity. The production design is also great, making us feel transported to that time, and it was just pleasant to look at. I I love anything 50s and 60s. The colors are so vibrant, and uh, everything is just uh, really detailed down to the the costumes and everything... um, as far as like like cups and plates, it's just I, I love it all. Uh, anything that's said in this time period, I'm always a fan of. So this is a very dark, engrossing movie, and it's something I don't care to watch for again. But I liked what I saw as a film, so I'm gonna give it a B minus. So what did you think of The Devil All the Time, or have you even heard of it? Please comment down below and let me know whether you liked it, loved it, hated it. Um, I, I will try to reply to your comment. Uh, but if I don't reply, I at least read all of them. Uh, but yeah, that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube and you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, you can do just that. I don't have this in audio form because I'm going to have a full podcast episode for this. But if you want more reviews in audio form, you can do just that. And go subscribe to the Real Me and Colin the Movie Podcast podcast feed. Um, if that's more of your style. So I apologize for the looking up and looking down and the length of this review. It's a little longer uh, than usual, but I wrote down notes this time so I don't stutter or I don't stammer 
a lot in front of you guys. I don't know if it worked. Let me know if the notes work for you, if I should just go at the top of my head like I normally do. But uh, I felt like it was a little better. But yeah, let me know down below if that works. So sorry for the length of this and the looking up and looking down. It's just something new for me, so please bear with me. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for this review. I'm Chase Lee, and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later. Hey, what's up, guys? Chase here, and uh, this review was supposed to be on episode 321, but due to technical difficulties, we could not record that episode for you guys, so you guys will get uh, this review in mini form. So without further ado, here is The Devil All the Time.